0: Welcome to Brown Table Talk. I am D.C. Marshall, founder and CEO of Diverse and Engaged. I am a DEI thought leader, LinkedIn top voice, and I'm here with my co-host, Mita. Hey there, Mita. Hey there, D.C. Marshall. I'm Mita Malik. I'm a LinkedIn top voice, a
1: business leader, a mom, and now an author. My book, Reimagined Inclusion, Debunking 13 Myths to Transform Your Workplace, is available on Amazon to pre-order right now.
0: Awesome, awesome. And if you have been listening to the show, you know that Mita and I, we started Brown Table Talk as a place to spill the tea on the hard truths women of color face in their workplaces from my perspective as a Black woman. And for Mita, her view as a South Asian woman and at our table, we unpack it all. We don't leave any juicy details out. You know, we have stories for days. Um, But after the stories, we always provide tips that you need, not on how do you survive, but how do you thrive in organizations wherever you are. All right. So Mita, what are we talking about today? D,
1: why are you so ambitious? Why are you so ambitious? That's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about ambition, how it's branded, how it's weaponized. And why am I so reluctant sometimes to showcase my ambition? Why? Why oh. is that? I want to talk about that. That's what we're going to okay, get into. Okay. We're going to share some stories, leave some tips
0: at the end. We're going to spill a lot of tea. Okay. Okay. I love this. But you know, my first thought was, wait, who said that to you? Did somebody say ah, that? He's ready Mr. for a fight.
1: She's ready for a fight. I. You yes. know what? It's so interesting you say that. I have always received that comment over the years wow Mita, you're so ambitious wow
0: but you as a positive position. a positive a little bit or of positive
1: like... with shade mm. i don't think but here's okay. the thing you and i are both ambitious
0: we are i don't we i are. don't need
1: to say that to you i celebrate right you. When have I ever right. said to you, D.C. Marshall is ambitious? I know D's ambitious. I'm right. I'm here for it. But I don't need yes. to say that to you. I feel like when you just say that to someone, there's some shade there. There's something implied, right? I was thinking about that. I have never yeah. said to anyone I admire, respect, do work with, wow, you're so ambitious. No, No, that is who you are. That is how you exist in this world. And that's freaking amazing.
0: No judgment here. It feels like othering. It feels like you're different. In- yeah, and not and when I yeah. hear you say shade, it not in a good way. That's There's what I hear. There's
1: something, a little bit of salt, a little bit of
0: something. Mm-hmm. Well, well, you know what? I think some people genuinely admire it. So I am gonna go. I'm gonna start with the positive. Some Let's people positive, genuinely yeah. admire people who people perhaps like us, who are ambitious people, right? And so I do think it comes from a good place for some people, people who are, let's just take us as an example, right? We were both already leaders, already influencers. We already had our own tribe. So people are following, and I'm sure there's at least one. I always say there's at least one person who is, um, you know, admiring our ambition that we would have the guts to convert our girlfriend conversations into Mm -hmm. a podcast, Mm -hmm. the audacity, the audacity that we would do this, funded our, And then, uh, you know, accept an opportunity with LinkedIn. And so somebody is saying, oh my God, they're so ambitious to, because you know why we have full-time jobs. You are an executive over there. I too, both, we are. So like that, that's ambition. So some people are seeing it as a positive. I'm sure you get it, Mita. You're speaking more now that your book is available now, Amazon pre-order, um, So you're going to have some women in the audience, even men, that are going to come up and like, oh my goodness, she's so ambitious. The fact that she has a job, she's a mom, she writes for Harvard, she contributes, she's got the podcast
1: and the book. Do you see what I'm saying? (laughs) I see what you're saying. I absolutely see what you're saying. I wonder if there's a different word. I feel like ambition for me has a little bit been poisoned and weaponized? Is it that you're driven? Okay. I don't know. It's interesting, right? But I wanted, I wanted to get into this with you because I wanted to share this with you. So you know Mora, who has the podcast Anxious Achiever. Yes. She's part of the LinkedIn yes. podcast, podcast network. She launched a book and it's called The Anxious Achiever. Turn Your Biggest Fears into Your Leadership Superpower. She sends me this book and I say, "Uh uh-uh, I'm going to go buy a copy too because that's what we do for each other. Don't send me free copies. I will buy your book. I can't buy them all, but I will buy Try. We support each other, right? So I'm on the plane for a work event. D, I cannot put this book down. I can't put this book down because let me tell you what's running through my head. Is it ambition that's driven me my entire career or is it anxiety? Is it anxiety? Ambition. Because I will tell you, I will tell you, it is like the Taylor Swift song that my daughter is obsessed with. Anti hero. We've talked about this on the pad- podcast. There's a famous line in it Taylor says, Yes, Taylor, I'm going to say Taylor because I feel like I know her. Taylor Swift says, Hi, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me. And I feel like for so many women yeah. of color who feel like we have never fit into so many of our workplaces, this world of work mm-hmm. wasn't designed for us. Mm-hmm. That we are the problem, but we are not. It's the systems and processes that were built that don't fit us. That anxiety of you have to work twice as hard. Yeah. You're going to be found out.
0: Oh, You're yes. going to be on that
1: restructure list. Yeah. Yes. You're not visible. You're too much.
0: Yep. You're
1: aggressive, you're too quiet. The constant dance we do. And so I had this moment and I there's not many times when I read a book that kind of like Totally spins my world around to say, am I ambitious or am I just driven by anxiety?
0: Oh, now this has been,
1: I think I'm in a different place now as an executive, but I'm looking back through the course of my career, asking myself this question.
0: this right, right. You know, this is so, such a great observation or such a great insight. Uh, and reframe um i love every piece of this i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get that book but you my wheels are spinning now i'm thinking the same thing about me is it you said
1: you you've had you said publicly to me privately social anxiety that drives you as well we both talk about this and so you're like wow what is it that was driving me this entire time
0: was it ambition yeah was
1: it anxiety
0: you know what this strikes a chord i think um yeah, I think I think this very well could be that my ambition, right? I am we we agree we're ambitious. Of course, but yes. Could it be anxiety and part of, you know, I'm gonna say as a black woman, the desire and need to achieve mm-hmm. or to right to 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 do and and be and like having to work harder and to just I'm just thinking about all of the things and and all of who my mom is my mother my father and then like what about my background that drove me to Mm -hmm. have big 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 vision and great ambition but much of it the undercurrent is really anxiety um I'm I'm thinking about it because I think there could be some truth there for me as well um and, and again, it is because of the, I, you have to work twice as hard, right? Yeah, you have absolutely. to show up, deliver, prove and prove. And so, yeah. So let me clarify and tease it out. It's that piece. It's as a black woman, right? And coming from a single mom, my mom was mm-hmm. single, two children, very young, right? Some part of me um, knew that I had to work really hard. Um, twice as hard that I had to prove, and then and then I call it reproof proof and reproof, and so I think all of that could be the anxiety and the anxiousness of um, that drove the ambition versus just being ambitious because and not and and yeah. So let me let me just say that you. I, I feel like I'm on the couch. Like I feel Dr. Mita. Dot. <laughs> Well,
1: I will add from my perspective, I agree with everything you said. As the proud daughter of Indian immigrant parents, my dad was from a family of 10. My mom's from a family of nine. None of their siblings immigrated to this country. So they were, even to this day, so they were alone, right? I mean, my dad came to Manhattan. He was in the Y, lived there for a while. He was highly educated, was a janitor for a long time, trying to make ends meet. My mother came later when when he could afford, right? Wow, to support wow. both of them. So it's that yeah. survival, right? Yeah. Like they were yeah. always in survival and they didn't have a lot of community growing up. Like I'm mm-hmm. so blessed today that I have, that if I, God forbid, couldn't afford to pay my mortgage or rent or couldn't afford something that I needed to sustain my family, I have people that would help me. They didn't have that. They didn't have that. And so there's that yeah. sort of our our family history, our ancestors that kind of drive us Right, Mm -hmm. the anxiety piece, and then there is the the desire to excel and achieve, of course. But the anxiety piece was something I had never thought about when it comes to ambition. But let's let's call in our WBs, as you would say, our allies, our white boy network, our white man friends who are listening in. Yes. Has anyone ever asked you why are you so ambitious? Have you ever been branded? With the label ambition? Because if you have, we'd love to hear from you. I'm really curious on that. I only know my own lived experience and I only know the lived experiences of my girlfriends, D, and other people who tell me, but that's really interesting. Do men get branded as being ambitious?
0: This is, let me tell you what I heard you heard differently. I heard two things. I heard the statement, you're so ambitious. And then why are you so ambitious? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so interesting... I, I could just picture this. You're at the water cooler. I'm telling you, I see her. I see the person standing there.
1: <laughs> you're so I, ambitious. I
0: really do in my head. You're so. Why are you so ambitious? I I could see it, but um, but you're right. Do do men get the question, or is that a word label and frame that's attached to women, and actually, and then women of color as if it's a surprise. As if it's not normal, it's a surprise. It's not normal. It's not typical, and and then some part of that, I'm going to go to the shade. And some part is that to 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 settle you and bring you down. Like, yeah, you really shouldn't be that ambitious. Like, your whole energy. Like, I feel even some part of that as well. So that's the opposite side of the positive.
1: There is. It's like you're taking up too much space. You need to collaborate more. All the things we talked about. It ties to that ambition. Of trying yeah. to minimize us, dim our light, I would say. But I am yeah. careful. I will tell you, I am careful because I have been probably a product of the society we're being raised in, right? I am fiercely ambitious, unapologetically ambitious, boldly ambitious, yep. as you would say, Do yep. we both are. Yep. But I'm careful yeah. who I share that with. I am careful yeah. who I share my plans with, right? Yeah. Who I share my, what I'm going to be working on with. Because uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. I'm careful.
0: The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing. New currencies come and go. Decades of savings lost in days. All showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life.
1: we had such deep empathy. We had such a clear ability to if you want to hear more of Zach Barray's story and the lessons that follow, listen and subscribe to my podcast, Building One.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know the the um the uh the anxious uh part of this uh again, I really receive it as the undercurrent. Like I'm sure if we had therapists here, yes, they they'd connect the dots, I think uh probably to the extent that you would like it's really an undercurrent or the underpinning of ambition for some pr- is it could be perhaps it could be. um yeah it could be it could be not saying absolute but i like the challenge i always like to reflect and process in terms of where that's coming from i have a coach uh, actually a productivity coach Oh, you know what? She gave me a tool. I'm going to look and find out where there's the connection and what she mm. has to say about it. Yeah, she feels more like a therapist sometimes because she specializes in productivity and executive functioning. Yes, she does. Interesting. So, the other chart- thing that just came up for learned. me
1: is, you know, I have uh, Jay and Priya, my ten and eight year old, ten going on twenty, eight going on eighteen, and the the. You know, the times that I have gone on leave, parental leave, and gone back into the workforce, I'll remember after coming back with my daughter, I was up for a big promotion. And the then former manager said to me, Why are you so ambitious right now? You just had two kids. Don't worry about it. That next role is going to come. Why are you so ambitious? So, in that framing, too, really interesting, right? It's like, who are you to make career choices for me? We've talked about this on the show. And so that to me is really interesting too, as your life changes and our stories are being rewritten, how people view that. So as people Mm -hmm. view my becoming a mother as a loss of ambition Mm -hmm. or me being less committed or interested in my career. And so that's where I've also seen ambition for women be tied into Mm -hmm. the workforce as well. And I can only speak to my experience as a mother but that's also definitely happened for me and of mm-hmm. course you know we know the the motherhood premium and the fatherhood excuse me let me say that again I wish it was that word and I'll start again and we know that's well documented the fatherhood premium and the motherhood penalty right so for mm-hmm. like every kid that my husband and I have had together he's seen as more ambitious more driven more employable, yeah. he'll make more money, and yeah. I'm a disheveled mess, right? And so it is that, and that bears out in the statistics. And so all yeah. of a sudden, when men this when men become fathers, they're seen also as more ambitious. Very interesting. Or po- it's because a they,
0: they because they carry the child nine months and what the labor and delay. Yeah, of I'm course, just, all those things. I mean, yeah. you know, just anyway. But you know what? Um, um, so also this idea and this conversation of the people or the person who says to the to the other or or, or no let, let me let me back up for a second also in this conversation i hear somebody projecting mm. like when you say they, you know you got the feedback hey, why you just had a baby You, you should be, you should be satisfied or you should just do that. what that is, is that's projecting how they, how they would feel or address, or, you know, it's like their value, their standard, their baseline. It feels like it's projecting. And then, um, another aspect, it feels like keeping score or, or, um, I think managing the board so that you don't get more points that's what I hear right because if you're more ambitious and then the the other is not as ambitious it's really a way of right let's let's say it's you and me right if i'm saying to you you know you're you're really ambitious you should that's me managing score because i know i'm not as ambitious and i feel like if i feel threatened that you are mm. getting ready to yes. score or you're now surpassing i feel like i've got to manage that and my way to manage it because what i'm not going to do is play the game with you like i'm not going to try to one up so now you're making me uncomfortable so i'm keeping keeping score and i'm trying to manage the score by having this conversation Wonder- that's a undercurrent of all of you that. you know
1: what and you know what i'll say to that is that the people who really care for us and look out for us in the workplaces in our communities they'll never use that term They will never use that term in that way right they would never right right right, like i would never ever use that label of of ambition in a way to weaponize you like i would never do that like that's just not something right but but exactly to what you're saying when someone's threatened it's so fascinating i do want to bring this into the workplace for a second and for those listening in imagine if you're in a talent review and someone pipes up and says yeah why is d so ambitious i don't know if she needs to be that ambitious. Like she's, she keeps pushing for this promotion, and she's been in this role only for like two years. So let's just, yeah. you know, we should we should have a chat with her. I've, I've heard happened. Stranger Things D. I've heard Stranger Things that behind never closed doors. So I'm saying that we have this podcast it's, to help oh allies, right? So if you hear that, yeah, intervene to say why? Are, why is that word ambition relevant here? Why are we using yeah. that? Can you help me explain? Yeah. Can you help me understand? The word ambition, and why mm-hmm. we're using that to describe D, and
0: how we're using, yeah, it, more importantly, that's good. That's good, and I think for people leaders, for all people leaders here, like uh, you know, this is insightful. Um, that ambition should only be used in a positive, but it really uh, doesn't. It's not. feedback, I think that is super constructive or helpful or high value. I don't, in a, in a performance review, you know why? Because it's vague, it's vague and feedback, better feedback for leaders, right? People need more specifics from leaders, Yes. And that's a big issue we see in the work that we do, particularly when it comes to historically underrepresented groups, women of color. I'm speaking, uh, you know, again, now as a CEO of a company who does this work, ambitious, like you won't, don't even necessarily need to write that ever on feedback um, because. Not because it's bad, but because it's just not high, high value. You want much more specific. Talk about the skills, talk about the value or, or the way that somebody delivers and what they deliver in terms of results and tangibles and stuff like that. But ambitious, is just like, it's almost like, I'm going to tell you, so can I tell you another word that is super bl- a black issue as a black woman is when you, when anybody says you're she's so articulate. Oh, mm-hmm. she's so mm-hmm. articulate. Because, again, we talked about this Is as if it's a surprise, as if surprise. I am, again, it's othering, it's a surprise, It's you shouldn't be as articulate. And so, because you are, it just, yeah, so it's just not a... Um, That's another good one for RWB cool.
1: network. Yeah. Have you ever been given the feedback that you're so articulate? That's the reframe here. Yep. Because if you have, send us a DM, we'd be interested in talking to you. But just pause yep. and think about that. These labels, like how... I really can't think of a time, and again, I'm not in every conversation, so please reach out to us, when men are being branded as being too ambitious or their ambition is being called into question or, you know, fake complimented, as I like to say, the fake compliment with sort of like a little bit of salt sprinkled in.
0: Yeah. I also, last thing about this, I also feel like when the word ambition or ambitious, that reference, I feel like it's probably used more entry level, mid senior. Like, I can't imagine as a high level executive or senior executive or ELT.
1: Somebody talking about.
0: Like, no, seriously. Tell me, yes no, or yes. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't so, think so. I agree with you. Yep. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Yeah.
1: All right, D. here we are. These episodes always go by so fast. We want to provide yeah. value and stories and move into the tips. So here we are, D. am going to hand it over to you for tips one and two.
0: Yep. So tip number one is vague feedback is canceled. Not helpful, not useful. So that is tip number one. Remember, no vague feedback. And tip number two, Positive asset search. So remember, only look for positives and reference positives. And so if you have to use the word ambitious, then make sure it is speaking to um, a positive and not a negative. All right. So Mita, over to you for tip three.
1: Tip three, it's for all of our allies. Thank you for being here and being a part of our BTT community allies in the workplace and our communities. Please step in and step up. If you hear someone asking me, why am I so ambitious? Please intervene. And as Dee said, vague feedback is canceled. So let's make sure that we are stepping in and stepping up for each other. Always. Always. Thank you so much for being here. We love you. We love the LinkedIn Podcast Network, our community, season seven. If you have Woohoo! enjoyed this conversation, please share it with someone who needs it today. Please go review and subscribe, and we will see you next time.
0: Side effects of listening to round table talk may include. Allies unleashed, getting paid more, and a dose of assery all the way around. More at www.browntabletalkpodcast.com.